This episode of Friday Night Party Line is sponsored by Here Comes the Airplane. Tired of having to put food in your own mouth? For as low as $30 a month, Here Comes the Airplane will send someone to do it for you. Coming soon to San Francisco, join the waitlist today at herecomestheairplane.co and use the offer code FNPL for 10% off of your subscription. That's herecomestheairplane.co, offer code FNPL. Welcome to Friday Night Party Line for June 5th, 2015. I'm your host, Victor Frost, and on the show tonight, we've got Adam. Welcome back, Adam. Glad to be back. (laughs) We've got George. George for the uh, second episode in a row. Welcome back, George. Two in a row, oh my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Nelson, hey, Nelson. Hello. All right, we're going to be getting back to Nelson in just a second. But uh, hey, Chirba, how's things in the land down under? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Not too funny. All right. You're fucking with my breakfast curry. I'm not cool with that. What? You're fucking with my breakfast curry. Yeah. Well, <sighs> you're, well, I think, I think your curry is the one that I fucked think. with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that'll come later. Sherba, Sherba oh, had a bit of a... He started it. <laughs> oh. So uh, we've got a very special event uh, in, in this episode. Um, Nelson, Nelson, you've, you've made a bit of news recently, haven't you? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Nelson has, uh, for those of you who are unawares, who are not hip to the startup scene, Nelson has uh, has started a made a website for a brand new venture. It's called Here Comes the Airplane. So, Nelson, can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, well, <laughs> evidently so, not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it pretty no, much it sells itself. Like. The tagline. Okay. The tagline is. Sure, um, should, I go, should I go through the, the timeline of, of events? Yes, 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 you should. What Here Comes the Airplane right. is, is basically a synergistic app-based solution to the problem of <laughs> busy Silicon Valley techies not really having time to not only cook, but feed themselves. So this exciting new opportunity is basically all about selecting and pairing feeders and eaters together so that... Uh, we may provide you this service. I'd like I think to hire I threw a bowl in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so uh, someone made a tweet uh, a few weeks ago that was uh, that a lot of Silicon Valley startups are basically trying to do what other used to do for you. And uh, Business Insider wrote a post about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's all these startups. There's the one to, you know, like, drive you around. There's the one to pick up your groceries. There's the one to do your laundry. There's, like, all of these things, right? So Saturday afternoon, uh, a new startup launched called Trash Day. And their thing is they will take out your trash for you. That's it. Is this like... That's what they will do. Will they just walk it like from your house to the curb, or do they like, come through your house yes. and get all the garbage cans? 
They don't do. They don't no, no. your house. They just walk into no, the no, curb. No. They will go into your house. I I don't exactly know how it's supposed to work, <laughs> but I think the idea was they will go into your house. They will give you bins, and then they will come every few days and empty those bins. What, what if I'm too lazy to put trash in those bins? <laughs> You're just yeah. living in your, I'm living in my own filth. I'd like someone to come and pick up my house, too. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I actually my house has been so dirty lately that I really couldn't walk around in socks. Um, well. <laughs> because there were so many little stones on the floor that they kept getting caught in my socks every time I was walking around. We call, oh that, we call that in uh, informal logic that's as the Lego problem. <laughs> Man, Americans bitch about stepping on Lego blocks, but you you fellas don't know fucking true pain, eh? You wait till you step on an upturned British power plug. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. No. no. Yeah, to be fair, our, our plugs do lay pretty flat. Yes, so. they do. Um, so that was Saturday afternoon that Trash Day launched, and uh, everyone on Twitter had a good chortle about it. Um... And uh, a friend of mine made a tweet, and let me actually pull it up, because I want to repeat it verbatim. The a friend tweet... who some of you may have heard, uh, Dave Mangalo, friend of the show. Mangalo, I can never remember. Uh, he's a friend of the show. I don't know his name, but he's a friend <laughs> of the show. <laughs> How often do you think I say this guy's not a last name? <laughs> I know. Oh, Dave, man. The Dave. <laughs> so the, the tweet was basically... Uh, here comes the airplane.co. Tired of putting the food in your own mouth? Um, and uh, he and I and uh, Mike, who's, I believe, been on the show, and a few other people, um, had a good laugh about it, and we started making uh, little little crazy lines and stuff. Um, and then someone noticed that uh, here comes the airplane.co domain was available and <laughs> so I bought it and I made a little website um, and I, I kind of made it in the style of uh, Trash Day but turns out it, it, it's actually better designed than, <laughs> than the site I'm, I'm parroting um, but I tried to add in uh, some digs at like the San Francisco startup culture, and you know, a tech cr- uh, uh, a, a testimonial from TechCrunch saying this team of Mavericks has created a Roomba for your mouth, um, <laughs> and a few digs at Uber with uh, like selling employees and and you know, giving people the boot if they fall below like four point seven stars. Um, <laughs> and so I, I tweeted. Um, and it got, uh, it got quite a few thousand retweets. Um, <laughs> this, this is Saturday night. It, uh, it was retweeted by Mark Anderson of, uh, Anderson Horowitz, the, uh, the big venture capital firm. Um, the guy who is the kind of the the uh, he's the character he is the person that one of the main characters of the HBO show Silicon Valley is based on 
<laughs> like the whole rivalry amongst those two billionaires is Anderson versus Peter Thiel. Um, and so, you know, he tweeted it. He said, uh, "Oh, the term your term sheet's in the mail." Like, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna back you. Um, in <laughs> yeah. So then in let's see. I launched at 10 p.m. Uh, Sunday at noon, Business Insider added a link to Here Comes the Airplane to their story about Trash Day and how silly it was. Um, and it got it got some play in the Twitterverse. Um, and then Monday happened. Oh, boy. <laughs> and everyone wrote articles about it. Oh, yes. Uh, there was... <laughs> There was an article in uh, at about 11 a.m. on Monday. There were articles in Vox, Laughing Squid, um, City Call, which is a New York City uh, uh, startup slash government uh, organization. Um, and then at 2 p.m., uh, Cory Doctorow tweeted a link to a Boing Boing story on it. Um, and then at 2.30, uh, the original tweet hit 1,000 retweets, and I ended up finally having lunch because I was waiting for it to hit 1,000. Uh, at 3 p.m., Eater, Vox's uh, sister website, uh, wrote a separate story about it. Um, and by Tuesday, it was in uh, SFGate. It was mentioned in <laughs> SFGate, um, an Austrian newspaper called The Monthly? Is it an actual newspaper or just a web thing? It's a monthly magazine. Okay. Well, um, serious stuff, too. Like, fucking, these are some big hitters, these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got, basically, it got mentioned by every tech person who is famous, like Andy Bao, um, Stenny Hardin, uh, all these, all these people. John Basically, Syracuse, uh, every tech or press notable that you can think of, because you can name them, they probably talked about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is, I, I logged into the my New York Mag uh, editorial Slack channel um, when I came into work Monday, and someone had posted it. <laughs> <laughs> And the CTO came over to me, and he was like, hey, you made this. <laughs> and we talked about uh, analytics for a while. Um, so it, it got it got about, where's the actual thing where I see how much it got? Uh, it got about 40,000 sessions, which is a unique uh, person looking at it. Um <clears throat> Mo- about half of it was from Twitter and Facebook, and half of it was from the rest of the internet. <laughs> the funny thing is, the the uh, reactions to it differed <laughs> drastically depending on where it was. Oh, yes. so like Twitter, everyone was like, "Oh, haha, this is a funny joke," you know. Um, Facebook, I couldn't really see because you know it was people sharing amongst themselves. Uh, in their in their ivory towers, um, I did catch a few links. It was mostly positive from what I saw. 
Though yeah, some of them were a bit narky, they still thought it was funny and appreciated the joke. A lot of people didn't understand that it was a joke, which kind of made me sad. Like, some people were like, oh, wow, it looks really cheap. And I was like, I purposefully made it so you would have to pay like seventy dollars a month. <laughs> I tried to make it as expensive as possible oh. without being ludicrous. Um, but so two social networks stood out. The first one was Hacker News, uh, where I submitted it, and it didn't get any play there. Uh, it you know it got a few upvotes, but all of the comments were pretty much like, "What is this? Is this, is this a joke? What, what's going on here?" <laughs> um, which you know it sounds a lot like news. Um, <laughs> and then there was Reddit. Oh, uh, I think, oh. I think Sherba can can talk about this. I just started reading the Reddit comments because I was just looking through <laughs> all the Google hits of that. And God damn it, Reddit! What is wrong with you people? <laughs> uh, sure. Well, we had we had the, the a little bit of a discussion. The three of us had a discussion about this before it got posted to Reddit, and and Sherba said something that was really funny. I, I posted it in the chat so Cherba doesn't have to dig for it if he wants to if he wants to read it because it is so on the nose. <laughs> oh yes. Um they was we were just uh throwing a few ideas back and forth about who to send it to hmm. and who might talk about it and where to put it. And, uh, oh, God, who was it? Oh, yeah, uh, Victor suggested that we shop it out to Gorka because, you know, Gorka might cover it because, hey, funny joke. Haha, <laughs> good hits. Good hit material. Generates hits. And I basically went, yeah, no, that won't work. They actually go and check things out so they're not going to take it as real. What we need to do is put it somewhere where people are absolutely gullible, can talk <laughs> themselves into anything, and once you've got the hook in... They'll defend it to the death so that they don't feel silly for getting tricked. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, and then Nelson uh, yeah. immediately replied, Reddit. Reddit. Some of the Reddit comments are just like, just they don't get that it's a joke. Well, you, they you, really don't. And there's one comment that is currently deleted, but oh, oh my god. I, that was actually, it the long one? It was the long one. There's another long one after that long one. It's pretty long. <laughs> the gist of most um, of the just, comments seemed, uh, you fucking hipster, why don't you go build something instead of complaining, and why do you hate, uh, you know, why do you hate tech people? <laughs> It was great. Oh, there's another one there where it's like, oh, just some New York guy or some shit like that. And I'm just like, uh, what? Yeah, it was like some, some New York guy wishing he was in San Francisco. It's like, I don't... Oh, yeah. Oh, look, <laughs> another New Yorker who's butthurt it. over Silicon Valley. Yawn. Bro, <laughs> I lived in San Francisco. <laughs> I think my personal favorite is it's like Uber, but for privilege, immediately followed by so it's Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was one of my favorite comments is, is, is so it's Uber. It's just, it I don't was, know who you are, guy, but you got it and I like you. 
It's yeah. just so these people. You are my new favorite for the day. Uh, these people just it's, whip it's, themselves up so it's, it's, quickly. I, I feel so guilty I for think... enjoying this because it's like I feel like I'm almost like one of those people who troll who like put something up and then just watch the explosion. But I <laughs> yeah. didn't have anything to do with the explosion. I'm just like watching it. So it's like when you drive by the, like an accident on the highway and there's just like a van on fire and you're like, oh, that's interesting. And it's like you didn't have anything to do with it, but you're gonna watch because it's on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna watch think, these guys are like whipping themselves up. I think the gold standard for stupid is and you know it's gonna be a good comment as well. Oh, yeah. When the comment starts with it amazes me how many people are actually socialists but don't realise it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh. It's basically a libertarian tech bro. Just oh, carrying on. What about, like, god damn it, oh, these people who are demanding equality, fucking socialists, <laughs> and then finish with complaining about how disabled placard holders get to park for free. <laughs> yeah. You know what? My favorite comment out of all of these was, ah, yes, social critique of privilege by a white male web developer with a fucking Japanese Twitter handle. Maybe you should evacuate your skin since you seem to have such a difficult time knowing exactly what you are. Wow. I have I have one thing to say uh, to that. My Twitter handle and the, the handle that I use across the internet is fucking terrible. It is. <laughs> middle school and it is the most weeaboo shitty like colonialist weeaboo piece of trash handle. But I it's what it's my name on the internet now, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. My my uh, favorite so talking about the actual I'm website as opposed to like the, the reaction to it. I, I I love the um the reserve thing. It's like how do you what is it how do you feel about uh spoons oh, yeah. with uh what was it? Spoons with um advertisements uh, on them or something like that? Sponsored spoons. Um, sponsored <laughs> sponsored utensils in caps. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I love that bit. Yeah, I really like um, Typeform. I, I want to do a plug. Uh, they are the people that made the form. Um, oh. They make really good forms if you want to do forms for stuff. Oh, yeah. This is nice. And they, they didn't go down. I was very worried that my website would either go down or uh, run over Heroku's free hosting tier because <laughs> they get really expensive really fast. Heroku? Um, <laughs> And so I was actually Monday morning. I was frantically doing updates to get it to uh, like Optimize. be on a CDN. Yeah, optimizing and statically <laughs> hosting and all this stuff. And my CTO was looking over my shoulder, being like, "Oh no, you should check that box. That that'll make it actually cache." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I've never had to do. I've never had to deal with like like bandwidth before." <laughs> 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 It was also kind um, of lucky because right at the same time, oh. like unbeknownst to me, this was happening because at the same time I was shopping around all my sleazy journalist mates going, hey, look at this, look at this, might want to pass this on to your tech guys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, never. Bunch of them started passing it around. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I think uh, I missed my all the fun on this. I have hmm? two favorite bits of this. One where the background check bit 
Personally, I would have put a probably not food, <laughs> but eh, still fucking funny because just the phrasing of it where it's like, yeah, you know, we background checks. They won't put anything other than food in your mouth, probably. They might beat you with a hammer, though. Uh, <laughs> and then the dig down the bottom. All helpers are independent contractors rather than employees. Here comes the airplane is not liable for anything they may do or say or any redress that may be addressed to the helper directly. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yep. And any redress must be addressed to the helper directly. I like I that, too. I fucking love like, that. It's it's just, that, is, I love, that. I love that dig at uh, <laughs> Uber, right? Yep, yep, that is exactly go. No, yep. We don't have to pay them health insurance. Um, <laughs> we the, thing, the, two of, the two things I am most proud of are there's a, there's a question on the sign-up form that is how much food do you eat per day? And yeah. the, the options are a single perfect meal, two to three plus snacks, how many do hobbits eat again? And Snowland <laughs> isn't technically food. <laughs> um, and at the end, I have a freeform question that is simply, who's to blame for San Francisco's housing crisis? <laughs> you, could, you could have even gone even. You could have gone farther with that and had horribly racist answers to that. Also, just be like Mexicans. Other South well, Americans, like, well, oh, no. oh God, here we go. He's, he's actually, please tell me you have legitimate so, reserve reservations from people who think that it's real. Oh my God, please does he ever? Yes, actually, <laughs> oh God. So I haven't, I haven't done any analysis on this data, but I got 451 responses to the form. Um, let's see, analyze <laughs> results. Oh my God, I know. And let me download the full thing. About about and, a quarter of them are butts. <laughs> uh, so the the biggest, so maybe like, I want to say ten to twenty percent of the phone numbers that people put in look like real phone numbers. Um, <laughs> and so I I actually on I think it was Sunday I I made a tweet uh, that was like, hey, I'm not gonna sell your data just. Why are you giving me all your data? Like, just, you know, don't, don't give me your actual phone number. Don't just an, don't just enter your phone number and email into a random web form. I know um, at least one moderately famous person actually put their real number in there because uh, Nelson somewhat concernedly mentioned this to us earlier on. Like, hey, someone, some dude put his real phone number in here and mentioned the name, and I went, huh, that's weird. So I put out a few gentle feelers and found out that, yes, he'd actually put his real phone number in there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, um, Nelson, what are you going to do if you actually get a, a term form from that venture capitalist in the mail, like, next week? <laughs> Say yes. If, if, Mark, if Mark Anderson says, here's a million dollars, I will take his million dollars. I don't care if he's a, a libertarian. <laughs> a million dollars will, is a million dollars. I will dollars. sell out in a second. Oh yeah. Watch, there's gonna be at least like one really like morbidly obese, can't move themselves around person who signed up for this, who's just gonna be really disappointed. <laughs> I feel I feel bad for them, but um, there are there are services that will help them. Just not, not this. this. <laughs> just not this one. Not this one. Yes. Uh, so like, why don't so we take a... that actually leads uh, to a good point? Yeah. Um. A lot of people make jokes about like startups doing silly things, mm -hmm. but there are like some startups are actually very useful. 
the problem, like the the laundry startup, that's really useful. If you are if you live in a city and you're not close to a laundromat and you're super busy, having a laundry having a service that will come and take your laundry, and having a, a very good kind of user experience around that is something that's worth paying for, right? If that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, the problem is those aren't they. The people that start startups like that think they're special, and they're not. <laughs> like, you're just doing a thing, you're just being a middleman, but you're doing nice UI around it. Like, that's why, uh, like, the, the banking app, Simple, they're great because they don't have these pretensions of, like, we're the this cool new thing that's, you know, going to revolutionize the world. No, they're just like, oh. hey, banks are terrible, we're like a front end for all the banking bullshit that is nice and easy to use. Yeah. And it, they're making millions of dollars. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't begrudge startups that do things that are middle They just, like, pay your employees. They are your employees. Uh, treat people like people. You know. Don't don't be like. What did Uber do recently? They're like, oh, disability laws oh, don't apply to us. It's like no, they, they do. Stop it. Yeah. Know, can we can we get you started? Can we get you started on those shady cunts? I think that would make for a very good program. Oh my god. Do you think that there's going to be regulation around stuff like Uber eventually, or do you think that people are just going to let it fly? There as long is as government regulation about Uber. Yeah. Uber is simply just ignoring it. Or ignoring it. That's okay. all they do. Hold up. Hold let me rephrase. Do you think somebody's going to enforce it eventually? Yes. I hold up. Hope I, think, so. I think part of the problem with these startups like thinking they're special is all of the breathless, ridiculous coverage they get off of it. Oh, like, yeah. for example, let me relate to you my favorite startup-related headline that I've ever read, and I will probably fucking remember on my deathbed. <laughs> Just fucking scream Etherington into the skies as history wonders why the fucking emperor of the world is screaming Etherington. <laughs> but still, <laughs> here it is. Finally, someone is disrupting the towel. I'm sorry, what? I swear to Somebody God, this is... is a genuine headline on an actual startup-focused tech site. Somebody okay, is so disrupting Daryl Etherington, who is a fucking bellend. Okay, so I started typing into Google, finally, comma, someone is, and Google automatically came up with disrupting the towel. Oh, now, my I've God. Never that before. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, can I can I just read the first paragraph of this article? <laughs> Showering is great. I'm will. a big fan, but drying off, lame. All that toweling, it's enough to make you need another shower. Am I right? New York-based startup, the no. body dryer, realizes this, and they've created a device to help you skip the towel and get it dry a better way. This Please is stop. the most ridiculous thing I've ever oh seen. Oh my god, I, that is that is lampooning all of this more than Nelson's site is, and it's not lampooning it. Oh my god. That's sad. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, I have... like, it's not even special. You've invented a fucking flat plate dryer. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> it's a big flat hair dryer. Stop it. Oh, <laughs> sure, people will dry faster. This disruption culture. No, you don't need to fucking disrupt taxis. You don't need to fucking disrupt the towel. You don't need to disrupt fucking sticking food in your mouth. Or Jesus Christ. Just say, we've made a service. You're not some kind of revolutionary, man. You, you just it's fucking... It's not a service, it's a product. <laughs> yeah, you are basically just the modern version of a fucking arbitrage service. He, he, he invented a floor hairdryer. He did. I can see how this came about. Like he was just like in the bathroom, like he was drawing his hair one day, and the hair dryer fell into the ground and it just happened to like land between his feet and blow up. And he, he was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> no, what he really did was that he combined a box fan and a scale. I gotta admit, this is like a fantastic way to get electrocuted. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like Right, so the water's going to be dripping down my body into this high-amp, high-velocity <laughs> hair dryer I'm standing on. This this could go very badly. <laughs> what could you possibly what? go wrong? <laughs> and also, again, people have been building dryers into fancy showers for quite some time. But also, I only just noticed. I like previously, this had completely skimmed my by, it skimmed past me in a fucking haze of hatred, so thick <laughs> and rich that I could taste it like licking a blood-covered fucking nine-volt battery. But yeah, it's actually got a scale in it. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, part of the problem <laughs> is all these is the people who just just go into this. I mean, whether they're doing it um, just, you know, ironically, like, oh, yes, I'd love to get in on this service, or whether they legitimately want it. It really, it says something about people. Nelson, were you able to eke anything out of the, the, the data from the from the form submissions at all? Yeah, no, so I... <laughs> I haven't uh, I haven't done any like proper data science analysis or any of that. Uh, so this is totally off the cuff. I basically just sorted uh, the who's responsible for the SFN crisis uh, in order. Mm-hmm. And so let's see what we've got. Oh dear. Oh boy. A few people try to make uh, post-ironic uh, witticisms like. Insert weird racist classic comment about non-Ivy League educated people here uh, with asterisks around that. Uh, quite a few people say Airbnb, which might be a thing. A few people say uh, Adam Smith. Uh, one person says Adam Sandler. Um, <laughs> one person uh, who is obviously a really cool dude says a lack of free market principles. Um a whole bunch of people say poor people. Uh, <laughs> a little off the mark. Um, a little bit too on. Or, or, a, or maybe they get it completely. Of, <laughs> there's a smattering of uh, some racisms happening. There's a few racisms. Uh, someone, someone mentions Bloomberg, which is uh, wrong, wrong city, but, you know, <laughs> close. But, um, the reading comprehension is very important when you're filling out web forms. <laughs> um, one person writes a 
whole long rant about capitalism. Um, is there any part of that rant? Is there any part of that rant that is particularly funny? Unintentionally <laughs> it's, or intentionally? It's, no, it's just like oh. these greedy <laughs> landlords and the culture that they're building and the <laughs> world-renowned culture San Francisco so, is, you know, so will they're willing to pay for. Populist so full-on tinfoil hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone okay, as, makes it... as Silicon Valley should culture should prove to you, just having culture is not necessarily a virtue. Yogurt has you... culture. That's not going to kill bad. A surprising number of people blame cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> no wonder it was so some people... popular. Oh, some people blame uh, conventional, non-disruptive capitalists and a oh culture of laziness amongst the native population. Okay, can I, I, that before. Can, I, I that can I touch the, Wait, the laziness among the native yeah. population? What does that even yeah, mean? The, the yeah. irony of posting that in the, in the please come to my house and feed me website. Uh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is a person. Oh, it's, I think, a lady uh, who posted a real phone number. Okay. So good, good reading comprehension right. there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Can bring up. I'm gonna bring up something here. No, I'm, so hmm. I, I was uh, working on my bike in the garage, and like I normally do, I run some NPR while I'm doing it, some public radio podcast, and I was listening to this thing called the Forum. Apparently, it comes out of uh, KQED out of San Francisco, KQEX or something like that. Oh yeah, I love KQED. Yeah. And um, they were discussing um, healthcare, and they had this bit of the show where they let callers, you know, talk and stuff like that. And what she, what the, uh, what a, one particular lady said is, she says, "Is there any?" They were discussing some of the uh, effects uh, personal healthcare monitoring, things like Fitbits and things like that, have on healthcare. Some one person brought up that a colleague of theirs uh, submitted their Fitbit data or something to their health insurance provider, and their rates got lowered. So this woman comes on the line and she says that basically to the effect that I am sick and tired of my, of my insurance rates being high to subsidize the laziness of all the people who who aren't as health conscious as me. I eat a fully vegan diet. I eat kale. I eat you know, all this thing. I go to the gym. And she is. If you eat she, a fully vegan diet, you're probably not as healthy as you think you are, lady. Yeah, I know. And she no, is just she so. Can. She's so vitriolic about this, and I'm imagining that that woman is the same woman who put in that response into your <laughs> form. I'm convinced that kale so, is actually illness. Kale is the only people. food. Kale is the only food I have encountered to ruin bacon. Why? No, 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 no. So you gotta bake it, get it crispy, crispy kale plus bacon. I look, panda buffet. Panda buffet is mm-hmm. terrible Chinese food. But it tastes good. Pretty much everything on their menu tastes at least a little good. You can eat it and enjoy it and feel terrible that you're eating such shitty food, but you can enjoy it. They put on a menu item that was chicken, kale, and bacon. I have never had a more disgusting piece of bacon in my life. 
Yeah. I've got a fun fact for you about kale. The largest buyer of kale before it became the latest superfood is... Nazis. Was... <laughs> no, Sizzler. You know why? <laughs> why? I think I know. They weren't, put, they weren't putting it in their buffets. They were using it to decorate their buffets. Wow. <laughs> Not even suitable for food. around the place. Did you guys see that that Sizzler ad that was going around the internet a while ago? It wasn't an ad. It was actually a marketing. Uh, it was like a, a sales pitch to a town board or something like that. But it was pretty fantastic. You know how else you can keep you can uh, cook kale is by steaming. Speaking of steam, Victor. <laughs> That was awful. That was. Can I, that was can ter- I segue or what? <laughs> Transition. Transition. Yeah, but at least I acknowledge that I'm kind of terrible at segues. <laughs> what do you and, mean? That was amazing. What oh, are you yeah, sure, about? sure. I don't think anyone's going to All right. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, at any rate, we have riffed on, on uh, spoiled tech babies enough. Um, let's just oh, talk okay, a little wait, bit. Okay, go ahead. In 20 seconds or less, Uber is a fucking horrible shit pile of a company that should be burnt to the ground. Nothing they say is true, basically. And if you defend them, you are probably a fucking terrible person because they are fucking horrible people and you are defending them doing horrible people things. Hey, 15 seconds. Nice. I never like to do it. 15 seconds. professional, man. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like you got pretty themed. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of steam, <laughs> um, the best the best response to the "Who's responsible for San Francisco's housing crisis?" question mm-hmm. is, and I quote: "Obama, jet fuel, dank memes." <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mike Schneider there for a minute. <laughs> no, okay, no, what's weird is that two separate people put in Mike Schneider. Wow. <laughs> only one of them was Mike Schneider. Who's <laughs> huh. the other one? <laughs> I have no idea. Wow. Uh, Harry Paratestes. Harry Paratestes. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. All right, yeah, well, I anyways. probably a listener. <laughs> probably. Hi, guy. Good uh, one. Hello. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Steam. Uh, Steam has come up with uh, basically an unprecedented uh, change in policy that they're now allowing refunds um, for a game. And this is off of their this little bit of text is off of their website. Um, you can request a refund f- for nearly any purchase on Steam for any reason. Maybe your PC doesn't meet the hardware requirements. Maybe you bought a game by mistake. Maybe you played the title for an hour and just didn't like it. Um, it doesn't matter. Valve will, upon request, uh, issue a refund for any reason if the request is made within 14 days of purchase and the title has been pay- played for less than two hours. So, I think this is interesting. I think I, that what what this will this might spell the the death of demos actually. Yeah. Because why download a demo if you could just test the game out for less than two hours, and if you really don't like it in that time, you can just return it. Yeah. Well, I have an answer for that. 
Okay. Why would you download 60 gigs worth of, say, GTA 5 Jeez. to play it for less than an hour and then return it to see if you liked it? <laughs> well, some people I know play the, the, the demos sometimes. Well, I know that the, sometimes the demos are just the whole game and then have a little tag in it that say, hey, the game's pre-downloaded. If you just pay for the game, you'll unlock the whole thing. Mm. You know, So, so I, I might be worth it, but um, I'm actually reading... I just read an interesting article, uh, or it's not, the, it's not the deepest thing in the world, but he makes a good point. This guy, Dave Thier on Forbes, mm -hmm. and I'm probably mispronouncing his name, but oh well. Um, it says that he's worried about the two-hour mark, and I, I, I kind of see his point. There are some games that are like indie games that either take less than two hours to really play, yeah, or um, yeah, yeah. people people would play it and then, oh, I, I get this and I'm not just not going to want it anymore because it's an indie game and why bother? So he makes the point that some people might just go through these indie games, download them, play them for a little bit, return them, and it might hurt the indie game uh, industry just a little bit. I, I, I agree with that a little bit. Like I could see his point. I'm not sure that there are that many games that are under two hours that people would bother returning because most of those games are probably pretty cheap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, if, well, what if you're an indie developer, I have a tip for you if you don't want your game to be tried out for a little bit and then returned. Make something other than a fucking isometric, probably 8 to 16-bit graphics <laughs> roguelike with procedurally generated environments because <laughs> everyone else has already they can pick literally any one of those to get obsessed with, and it's probably not going to be yours now that there's fucking thousands of them. Good idea. <laughs> Go make the next gone home, you lazy prick. I know. <laughs> well, here's the cool thing. They are being mild. They are being pretty intelligent about it. For example, movies are not refundable. I, I didn't know you could buy movies on Steam. Um, Me neither. Yeah, um, you can't get refunds on stuff that you bought outside of Steam. So, for example, if you redeem some humble bundle keys, you're not going to be getting a refund for that. Um, you won't be getting a refund for a game that you've been banned uh, on VAC for. <laughs> um, you've been banned on VAC for. You can't get a refund for gifts. Um, and they have the right to basically evaluate whether or not you're abusing the system. But notably, they, they explicitly say they don't consider it abuse if you, for example, bought a game right before a, a big Steam sale, and then suddenly it's got 80% off, and you want to refund, get a refund on it, and then rebuy that sale. They, they consider that kosher. So, Because they're still getting money either way. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's less money. They don't right, care so, if it's still getting money. <laughs> a brief sidebar. Mm -hmm. I have put all of the responses from the survey into my positronic brain and compiled <laughs> the biggest responses. Uh, the second, the, the runner-up with the second number of replies is some variation of me, <laughs> as in I'm responsible for the, you know, the thing they say. Uh, but the the most overwhelmingly the most popular response is you are. <laughs> so I would like to apologize to the people of San Francisco for single-handedly uh, making you your housing have a crisis. <laughs> Did anyone say I am? Not me as in me, but I as in themselves. Yes, yes, yeah. that's what the me is. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. And the, the third is the pores, and the fourth is Obama, and the fifth, your mom. Because government. I like the cool people. 
<laughs> I like the pool people too. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, another bit of uh, another bit of Steam news. Um, Steam hardware now available for pre-order. Woo! Which Steam hardware are we talking about? Uh, the, the Steam uh, machine, the controller, the controller and the Steam Link. All mm. three. Yeah. It's pretty. What is the Steam Link? Um, I guess it's basically a way of streaming games from your computer to your TV. I already have that. Yeah. Right, yeah, but if some do. people have a have a PC in one room that they don't want to have sitting in their living room, but yeah, they still indeed. want to play games on a big TV, yeah. and they don't want to go buy like a four X screen to set up five feet, like five inches from their face. Oh, I, I, have a, the useful device. Little, I have a tiny little media center PC just like sitting mm-hmm. under my TV. I just have its entire purpose is well, I, games. I actually had trouble finding like the sweet spot for for making a media center PC of getting both the things that I wanted in it and also the power and the price. Like I couldn't quite make everything match. So I mean, but like I said, if I have a, a like a, a super like a giant ATX tower or something that's got all my tech in it, and I don't <laughs> want to have to schlep that thing into the living room, I, it's it's a lot easier just to buy the thing and stick it into the TV and just stream it from the computer than buying a whole new system to put into the you know into right. the living room. But what about an old laptop? That's what we use. That's a good way to do it too. If it's got a HDMI out. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I use VGA and oh, I use no. VGA and RCA because the the HDMI I'm doesn't sorry. output. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not the just the screen. Not just VGA. VGA to RCA. No, no. VGA for the video. RCA for the audio. Okay. All right. Still bad. At least Victor's not like you need to get some monster cables, son. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, for some reason when I use the HDMI out, it's like it, it goes well I can't do ten eighty P because it like goes over the edges of the screen and I can't see the start button. Okay, that's because and you have overscan do- turned on. You need to shut off overscan. I don't have overscan turned on. My, you my, must. my laptop does not have your such TV fancy. might be doing it then. You need to turn <laughs> the off. The answer overscan. is that one of your techs is old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that is the answer. Is one of my techs is old and it works just fine with VGA, so that's the solution. Uh, that's what we did for a while. We had our laptop hooked up to our uh, TV before we had something that had HDMI. Yeah. Actually, you know what we did? Our media center PC is now the PS4. That's that's our media center PC. Because it does everything we want it to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good solution. Xbox no, but I, uh, I have used the game streaming through the laptop. It works a lot better if you have a wired network. I tried it with a wireless. Nash. It didn't really work. Mm. All right. Unless you have a, you'd have to have a really nice uh, wireless router, I, I would imagine. Yeah. All right. The then, problem well. with wireless is always the the shared bandwidth. Mm. All righty. Well, uh, good show. Yeah. Uh, we Good had, show. We had fun riffing on on Silicon Valley and all that jazz, uh, courtesy of Nelson's uh, creative genius. Nelson, Nelson, you can take a bow if you so wish. <laughs> it's uh-huh. an audio show, Victor. Oh, well, you, you know what? Surprisingly, show. and Every I've learned this. Every time I'm on here. No, well, you Every say time Adam, I'm on the show, we do some sort of visual Adam, joke. Adam, <laughs> I, I'm with you on this, but surprisingly, and I learned this recently, there are people who only watch the live stream. They don't go download the really? podcast. I, I know. I'm surprised as you are. And yet, oh, there it is. Hey. Wait, wait, wait. hey, video guy. Hey. Video guy. You. Yeah, you. 
fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They're just watching it on YouTube. That's you the can, you can listen to music these days is YouTube. You can take us in your pocket like adorable little weirdos. <laughs> but they have to actually plug their phone into their computer. No, they don't. You can that's carry a big me. step. No, you don't. No, you Why would they don't. need to do you that? You can carry what? me in your pocket. You, know, you, can, you can transmit the internet wirelessly now. George, I have a feeling... <laughs> I have a feeling your, your case... Is responsible for that. George, I have a feeling your case of old tech-itis is a bit more... Severe than you anticipated. Ghostus. <laughs> Wait, how do you how do you do this? <laughs> how do you get all gas to come into this thing? Um, it's a fucking iron box. Uh, George, <laughs> we're on Stitcher. We're on uh, the iTunes Store, which is picked up by things like PodPress and lots of other podcasting apps. We're we're pretty we're, out uh, there. We're on. St- we're on the podcast Appercast. Yeah. We're Yeah. Oh, wow. There's your there's your plug, Marco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Victor, that is how you segue. <laughs> uh I don't know. The only way I segue is driving into a bush. <laughs> I would have gone with off a cliff. <laughs> Well, Even clearly, my steam segue was better than that. Clearly, I'm still here. Uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, right. but you're also not the guy who uh, invented the segue. I am died not. when he drove his segue off a cliff. And that is so sad. But at any rate, oh, uh, no. it's been it's a good funny. show. And thank you to Adam, George, Cherba, and Nelson for yet another amazing episode. Thank you, guys. I. I cannot wait to have dessert fed to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I good night, everybody. I did this whole podcast without uh, <laughs> Good night. Bye.